Okay, so today's story is the last story in the Disney Fairies storybook collection. It's the only, it's the last one. It is uh, called The Perfect Painting. And there is no author credited in the book, but it is read today by... Mommy and Philip. Philip, who has a go kart with more go karts. More go karts. They're so cool. And Mommy, who has a book with fairies in it. Shall we read it? Yeah. Okay. Beck whist. Nope. Sorry. Bess whistled as she flew through the woods. The art talent fairy was on her way to her studio. She couldn't wait to get started on a new painting. Where are you off to in such a hurry? A voice called. Bess paused in midair. Then she saw her friend, Fyra, resting on a flower patch. To my studio, Bess said. I went to make the perfect painting to hang on the wall. Something that will inspire me every time I look at it. Good luck, Fyra replied. She waved as Bess zipped away. Where is Bess going? Someone asked. Fyra turned around and saw Rani walking towards her. Bess is uh, off to her studio. Fyra said. She needs some inspiration. Ronnie gasped. Bess isn't feeling inspired? She is, but Fyra began to explain, but Ronnie wasn't listening. I know just what she needs, she said, and hurried off. Ronnie skipped along a path through the meadow. By the time she arrived at Havendash, stream, she was bursting with excitement. As a water talent fairy, Ronnie was always happiest when she was close to water. Is that one? It is. There she is right there. In the picture we can see her. She knelt beside the stream and peered into it. After a moment, Ronnie plucked a smooth stone from the water. It's perfect, she cried. What's perfect? Tinkerbell asked, flying up behind her. Ronnie grinned at her friend. This, she exclaimed, holding out the stone. Ira says Bess needs some inspiration. Ronnie told Tink, and I thought, what's more inspiring than a beautiful stone that has been worn by worn smooth by the water? I can't wait for Bess to see it, Ronnie said and skipped off. Inspiration, Tink said to herself. Whenever she needed inspiration, she looked at a small silver bowl in her shop. It had been her first repair as a Tinker Fairy in Neverland. That's it, Tink said. I know just what Bess needs. Moments later, Tinkerbell was on her way to Bess's studio. She was struggling to carry a large copper pot. Let me help you, Tink. Her friend, Lily, a garden talent, called. Where are you taking that pot? Tink told the garden talent that she was bringing the pot to Bess. 
for inspiration. My violets are very inspiring, Lily exclaimed. We can plant one of them in this pot. The two fairies flew to Lily's garden. Lily chose her most beautiful flower and arranged it in the pot. Perfect, Lily said. As Tink and Lily flew through the forest with the flower pot, they spotted their friend back. The animal talent was sitting on a tree branch with a squirrel. Where are you going? Beck called. To Beth's studio, Lily replied. Beth needs some inspiration right away, Tink said. Did you hear that? Beck said to the squirrel. Beth is feeling uninspired. The squirrel chattered and twitched his fluffy tail. What does a squirrel chatter sound like? Yes. <laughs> Beck replied. I'm not saying a walnut isn't inspiring, but I've got something else in mind. What do you think she's got? Meanwhile, Bess finally arrived. <laughs> think music? Do you think music is what's going to inspire? I don't know. Let's well, let's find out. Oh, I mean, dancing would inspire her too. But let's let's see what let's see what the fairies choose. Meanwhile, Bess finally arrived in the deepest part of the woods. Her art studio came into view and she smiled. Bess's studio was a plain wooden crate that had once been used to hold tangerines. She had found it washed up on the shore of Neverland and had used magic to move it to a very quiet, peaceful part of the woods. There will be no interruptions here, Bess said as she flew into the studio. I can paint in peace all day. Bess sat down on her stool and stared at the white birch bark paper. She held up her paintbrush and got ready to make the first stroke, but she couldn't decide what to paint. That's odd. Bess said to herself. Usually she was overflowing with ideas for paintings, but today her mind was blank. Should I paint a flower? She asked herself. Or a tree? Or maybe a sunset? All those things sounded pretty, but none of them seemed quite right. Bess sighed and frowned at her easel. She hovered upside down, hoping that would give her an idea, but it just made her dizzy. Well, when you hang upside down, do you get ideas or do you get dizzy? Dizzy. Yeah, me too. Me too, buddy. Why don't I feel inspired? Bess said as she righted herself. Above her, the leaves rustled in the breeze. The art talent scowled up at them. Shh, she whispered. I need pace and quiet to concentrate. A bird chirped from a nearby branch. That gave Bess an idea. Oh, hey, look. Maybe if I sing something, she mused. She launched into her first verse of her favorite song, but her voice soon trailed off. She felt very silly singing to an easel. 
Oh, so music is not going to help her. Okay. Best tried meditating, yelling, reciting fairy history, covering her eyes with a fern, counting to 100, and pretending not to care. Nothing worked. Oh, Best cried. What does pretending not to care Pretending not to care? Well, she does care. So, she, if she was pretending not to care, it could be a lot of things. Maybe she would be just doing something else with her mind or with her hands. Maybe she was picking your nose. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think fairies do that. I don't know what she was doing. Finally, Bess fell flat on her back. She stared up at the ceiling. I'm not going to move until I get an idea for the perfect painting, she said firmly. I mean it. I don't care if it takes the whole afternoon. She's going to be there for a long time. Knock, knock. Bess turned and saw Fyra approaching the studio. I wanted to see how your painting was going, Fyra said. She peered strangely at Bess. Why are you laying on the floor? I was just thinking about what to paint, Bess said, climbing to her feet and dusting herself off. You haven't started yet? Fyra asked. What happened? Well, Bess said, feeling embarrassed. Tink called out. She and Lily flew toward the studio with their flower pot. We brought you some inspiration. Me too, Ronnie cried. She stepped into the clearing, followed by Beck. Bess looked at her friends and their gifts. Tink's copper pot was so shiny, and Lily's violet was the prettiest purple she'd ever seen. The river stone that Ronnie held was as smooth and blue as the water in Havendash stream. Beck had brought two halves of a speckled egg, which would be great for mixing paint in. Her friends were so thoughtful. That's it! Bess cried. Bess grabbed her largest brush and darted to the longest wall of her studio. She painted as fast as she could. The other fairies watched quietly while she worked. Finally, Bess stood back to admire her painting. She had created a picture of her friends. What do you think? Bess asked. It's beautiful, Lily said with a happy sigh. I wanted to paint the perfect picture to inspire me while I work every day, Bess said. And as soon as you all showed up, I realized that nothing is more inspiring than good friends, Ronnie exclaimed. Oh, that is so sweet. What good friends. And that is the end. It is the end.